listening to Hope Signals with Mark and Susan Mason, the podcast of Life on the Verge Ministries. Hope Signals is a podcast where we offer practical principles and motivational insights aimed at helping people navigate their hopes and dreams. Wife hates when I do that. That's my Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I hope you guys are doing well today. It is my privilege to speak to you. Um, just want to give you a quick update on what's going on with the Good Infection Project, Life on the Verge's uh, DVD project we're putting together for inmates. We got some cool stuff uh, being added to it. Some music videos from Jimmy Bratcher. Uh, a worship duet out of Virginia Beach, uh, an evangelist uh, who was delivered from heroin addiction uh, down in South Carolina, a prayer from our pastor, Stan Grant. And so it's going to be a really cool uh, kind of variety DVD that I'm going to emcee. It'll have our music on it, of course, and our testimony. And it'll be great just to let the guys know that uh, we haven't forgotten about them. And so thank all you guys that have given to it. You can go to our YouTube page if you go to lifeontheverge.com. Go to our YouTube page. I've I've listed some of the stuff that we're going to put on it. Um, you know, it's not perfect. It's not meant to be. We're in a everybody's limit. I was watching the Tonight Show last night with Jimmy Fallon, and he's coming to you from his house, and he's reading his monologue off a piece of paper because he doesn't have a cue card person there. Uh, so we're all kind of working in a sketchy way right now. But it really is the thought that counts with these guys. So thank all of you that have given to this project, even despite the economic downturn, uh, it just blows my mind. It's it's so compassionate, so thoughtful, and we appreciate it. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about compassion today, kind of along the same lines as the last podcast about having a bountiful eye, a big eye. Um, you know, I'm on Facebook quite a bit because it's how we communicate with a lot of our donor base and our partners that pray for us. That's how we get our information out there. It's a great tool, isn't it? Um, and, you know, I follow some people and their their attitudes and the things they post. And I'm like, I, I don't, some of it's awesome. And then some of it, I'm like, man, where is the compassion? Where, where is that at? You know, what, what are you what are you doing to help instead of just criticizing and pointing at the problems and blaming? And that's just not the heart of God. It just is. I don't believe it is. I was reading in Matthew chapter 15 today where Jesus talks about, or he, it's the story, Matthew's telling the story of when they were all gathered and Jesus has been teaching and healing and, and uh, doing miracles. And, and he looks out and he says, I have compassion on the crowd. They've been with me for three days and they haven't anything to eat and it's too far for them to go into town. What do we got? And the disciples said, well, we got, you know, a few fish and loaves. That's all we got. Jesus took it and broke it and fed the multitude and people went home with extra. The phrase that caught me was, I have compassion on the crowd. And, you know, those of us that walk with Jesus, we should just be looking for every opportunity to show some kind of compassion, to do something. All they had was two fish and five loaves. You may be belittling what you have to offer because it's only, you know, a small amount of money or a small amount of talent. It's not, or we use the excuse, somebody's already doing that or done that. Yeah, but nobody's done it exactly the way that you do it, you know, uh, people need to hear your voice. You have a circle of friends, a world that God's called you to influence. And if we would just let that compassion, which that word means a yearning to do something, 
if we would let that work through us, man, God will do miracles. And can you imagine how the disciples felt when they just were like, wow, that's all we had to do is give him a few fish and loaves, and he did this incredible miracle? And so my encouragement to you today is uh, do something. I know many of you are, but if you're not, you know, uh, some of you are you have different levels of talents. You know, you 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 can uh, write songs you can put out there or blog post or Facebook post or hopeful memes or, you know, my, I have a daughter that she's a knitting fiend. And uh, wasn't too long ago, she knitted a bunch of animals, uh, like 10 or something, to give to a children's hospital. That's amazing. You know, what difference? She doesn't know. She's not going to get to to see the reaction of, of, you know, these children in the hospital when they give them one of these animals that she knitted. But she has a satisfaction of knowing I did something. And hopefully she did it not just for the kids, but ultimately for the Lord. And I think that's the way we got to look at things, is that those disciples gave the, the fish and the loaves to Jesus. If we look, if I look at, I'm doing this podcast because I'm trying to get a big crowd for me, um, yeah, I'm going to fall short. It's not going to bring satisfaction. But if I say, Lord, you've given me the ability to do this, put this out there, um, I'm going to do it as unto you. If I went into prisons because I wanted rave reviews from everybody and I wanted uh, inmates to send us loads of mail and, and money orders or checks or whatever, I wanted fame for myself. Now, don't get me wrong. I enjoy a little bit of applause, just like anybody else. Our ministry is meant to entertain. That's part of it. That's something we do. Who doesn't like a little bit of entertainment? So we like to rock out with the guys, have fun with them, not be ultra-religious about everything. And then we like to edify the church that's already there and evangelize those that don't yet know the Lord. So anyway... You know, but we do it ultimately not for the inmates. We do it for them, of course. But we offer it to God as an act of gratitude for what he's done for us, what he saved us from, the blessed life he's allowed us to live. Yes, with tragedy and, and trouble, just like anybody else. Uh, but he saved me from what could have been, and he gives me hope in the middle of despair. And so I encourage you today to... Find a way, if you're not already doing it, to express compassion in the face of all this. Don't just be a couch potato that's watching the news and being fearful. You know, let me, you know I got a couple of friends that are cops because, you know, I was a cop for 10 years. And I'm going to tell you something. When my, I really got in the valley in, during that job. I was working in forensics the last uh, three years. I was with the Norfolk PD, and it was the most murderous years on record for that city and man, I was just seeing tragedy at every angle. And I wanted to do something more. I mean, I wanted to reach people before they ended up in a body bag. And I was frustrated because I didn't see a way out. I didn't see how I could go into ministry. And uh, it wasn't until I got a revelation that I'm walking out of calling as a cop. That ultimately, I'm not doing this to put bad guys in jail or to help people, I mean, I'm doing it for those reasons, but ultimately, I'm doing it as unto the Lord. Whatever, I'm not going to despise what he's put in my hand. I'm going to use it. And when I began to look for opportunities to minister on the streets, you know, well, I mean, listen, ministry isn't just sharing the gospel. I, I, you can 
gather that by what I'm saying here, but I don't want you to. It is sharing the gospel, but ministry is meeting the needs of other people with love, whatever that need may be. And so, uh, you know, knitting animals and giving them to a hospital, sharing a kind word, um, you know, using your skills and abilities, whatever it may be, you know, uh, if you're a, a writer or a songwriter, getting your stuff out there to encourage and edify, that's an act of compassion. And so I, I, I looked at, you know, the hour that we live in right now, and, you know, uh, Matthew chapter 24, Jesus gives the signs of his return. Okay, he says there's going to be wars and rumors of wars, there's going to be earthquakes, there's going to be disease and famines. And he said that, you know, we've always had those things, but he said it's going to increase like birth pains, like a, a lady's contractions getting closer together. So we can see, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it, we can see why people get on, the, you know, the Jesus is coming bandwagon and, and, you know, try to nail down the date and whatnot because these things are happening. I, I don't ascribe to that view because we don't know Jesus could come back a thousand years from now or he could come back today. It's really up to God. Jesus said he didn't even know, but he knew that this is the kind of things that would be happening. And so what do I do about that? Well, he goes straight, same conversation. In Matthew 25, he goes into, uh, you understand, we sep we separated the Bible into chapters and verses so that we could find things and navigate it better. That's not how it was written. So man, when Matthew wrote this down, it was all one scenario, one thing that was going on. So Jesus gives the sign of his return and says these things are going to be happening. Then he goes into the parable of the virgins and the oil. And basically he's saying, keep your lamps full of oil, which is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. In other words, stay in relationship with me. Stay filled with the Holy Spirit. Keep being filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, stay in tune with what I'm doing. And so then he goes straight into the parable of the talents. And he says there's a manager that gives basically a bag of gold to one servant, five bags of gold to another, ten bags of gold to another. He says, engage in business till I come. I'm going away on a faraway journey. Engage in business till I come. He comes back, the one that he'd given a bag, 10 bags of gold to had made 20. The guy he'd given five bags of gold to had made 10. The guy he gave one bag of gold to said he was afraid I would lose it, so I buried it. Here's your one talent back. And he was rebuked for that. And what he had was taken away and given it to someone that would put it to work. And so maybe you're a, you can bring a truckload of fish and loaves to, to, to somebody. Maybe you've only got one fish and one loaf. Maybe you've only got half a fish. Whatever it is, God expects us to engage in business till he comes. So here we are. Jesus says, I'm coming back. Here's what it's going to look like. Stay full of Holy Spirit. Stay in relationship with me. Stay in prayer. Stay connected. Engage in business. Put to work what I put in your hand. How do we put it to work? Well, he goes straight into the parable of the goats and the sheep. He says, a king comes and separates the sheep and the goats, people like sheep and goats. And he says to the goats on his left, he says, I was hungry and you didn't give me anything to eat. I was thirsty. You didn't give me anything to drink. I was naked. You didn't give me any clothes. I was sick and you didn't visit me. I was in prison and you didn't come to me. And they say, well, when, when, when did we see you king, you know, in prison or, or naked or thirsty or hungry or sick in the hospital? He said, what you did to the least of these, my brethren, you did to me. Then he looks at the sheep and says exactly the opposite. 
You fed me. You came to me when I was sick, when I was in prison. You gave me water. You gave me clothes. And they say, when? He said, well, when you did it to the least of these, you did it to me. So isn't that interesting if you look at the whole conversation? Jesus saying, I'm coming back. Here's what it's going to look like. So we know in our day and hour that we're getting closer. We don't know. It could be today. It could be a thousand years from now, but we know we're closer. So I'm coming back. Here's what it looks like. Stay full of the Holy Spirit. Stay in relationship with me. Put to work what I've put in your hand. Don't despise it if it's one bag of gold, and don't get proud if it's, and greedy if it's 10 bags of gold. Whatever that talent, ability, skill, experience I've entrusted you with, engage in business till I come. What kind of business? Well, you need to be looking. I look at inmates as Jesus. We need to look at the hungry as Jesus. We need to look at the sick as Jesus. And whatever we give, we give and do as unto him. That's what he was saying. And so I would pray that just like Jesus was moved by compassion for the crowd, that we would be moved. There'd be a yearning in us to do something, but we'd then do something. We'd, we'd, whatever it may be. Um, again, an encouraging word, a phone call. Um, he's given us so many abilities uh, you know, this week I've been working on video, and man, I sure wish I could get somebody else to do all this video editing. You know, I'm teaching myself Adobe Premiere on the fly, and it is cracking my brain. I've been sitting in front of a computer screen for two weeks. But I don't, I'm doing it for the inmates, of course. But ultimately, I'm like, Jesus, you gave me this ability. You gave me this brain. You gave me the computers. You gave me the software. I, I need to do something with it to meet those five needs that you expect me to be a part of. You, I'm your hands, I'm your feet. We are the body of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is filled with compassion. So now these hands and these feet and, and you know, need to be put to work to meet the needs of people. And so that's my encouragement today. Whatever it is, you know, if it's your job, you know, maybe you're a restaurant worker. You're not gonna, I, you know, yesterday I ate out for the first time in like a month. And uh, my pastor wanted me to come do a live stream uh, that he's, he's doing every day at lunchtime and uh, give a little bit of our testimony. And, and then he wanted to go to lunch. And I was like, man, this is sketchy. Where's my mask, you know? And uh, we went to a place. He had to eat outside. And I thought about the workers. You know, I think about the mail carrier that brings my mail every day, the Amazon delivery people that are delivering mail. We've been ordering our groceries online. Those people still have to get out there and do this. And I would pray that if you're still somebody that has to go to work, you're a medical worker, you're, you're a police officer, you're, you're a truck driver, you're somebody that has really no choice but to be out there. Don't, don't do it for people because they'll always fail you. See what you're doing as Jesus. This is the ability you've given me. It's where you've positioned me for this hour. I'm doing it as an offering of gratitude. I'm expressing your compassion toward other people. So I hope you got a little something out of that. Be encouraged. Again, visit our YouTube page. You go to lifeontheverge.com. Our, our link is there for our YouTube page, and you can check out you know, some of what we're putting together. We put together our, our uh, testimony and a few songs and We'll have some more stuff to put up there. If you can uh, give something to the project, uh, we look at at uh, this DVD project as the beginning of uh, many more things we can do like this to get into prisons we never could have gone to. I encourage you to be looking for 
possibilities in the problems, opportunities in the obstacles. Hey, be encouraged. God bless you. You know, I, I said in the last uh, last one, uh, big eyes, I said, God, if you have needs, God's going to use people to meet those needs. So be a person that's meeting the needs of others. Sow what you hope to reap. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Hope Signals. You can learn more about us at lifeontheverge.com. We're a completely donor-funded ministry that carries the good news to prisons around the United States. You can help us by sharing this podcast, by partnering with us with a tax-deductible gift at lifeontheverge.com, or by even talking to your leader or pastor about having us come and minister. Thank you for letting us be just another voice of inspiration in your journey.